Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. I am so excited you are here in this community and tuning into the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. Because I am so excited to have you here, I'm doing a very special giveaway. Not one of those giveaways where you win something you won't even ever use. This giveaway will 100% be a catalyst forward for you along your healing journey. I promise. I am giving away a brand new Omega Juicer, the good masticating kind, along with my Meals to Heal a Recipe book. That's for one winner. Plus, a second winner will receive my free symptomless healing course, a functional medicine course designed to take you through your healing journey from head to toe, from the inside out. This is real body, mind, heart, and spirit healing. Plus, along with the course for winner number two, I'm going to throw in a private session with me completely free. These are the tools I needed most along my healing journey when I wasn't even sure where to begin. And I want to give them to you completely free. So here's how to enter. Subscribe to the podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Leave a review with at least two to three sentences. Don't forget the five stars on both platforms. So a review on both Spotify and Apple. And then head over to Facebook or Instagram and tag three friends in one of my social media posts where I talk about the podcast. And you could win the Symptomless Healing course and session with me valued at $1,499 or the Omega Juicer with recipe book package that's valued at more than $800. Winners will be announced on episode five on January 24th as the release date. The deadline to enter this giveaway is January 23rd, so be sure to pause this episode and enter now before you forget. I cannot wait to draw your name. Hey friends, today on the Inspire Health by Jen podcast, we are talking about what your doctors are not talking about. They're not talking about this with you and not because they're bad or they don't care, but unless they have sought information outside of the current medical system, they are simply unaware. If you understand these three things, these three secrets you need to know if you're struggling with your health and cannot see a way out, you can listen to these three things that will serve you and give you the truth and inspire you with the tools to heal your body from the inside out. So if you understand these three things, you will not be sick any longer with chronic conditions. How can I say that? Because these are the key factors that have shifted eight different autoimmune chronic illness conditions out of my body into remission and have served many friends, family, and clients to date. So let's get started. I'm ready to share these three secrets with you. Secret number one of our three secrets you need to know if you are struggling with your health. What is secret number one? It is this simple. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not fat. You are inflamed. I would like to suggest to you that you're indeed not the word fat as much as I despise that label. And I think we have much better vocabulary to use for adipose tissue than the label fat, but we're going to go with it. So instead of saying that our bodies are fat, we can instead say we're dealing with a great deal of inflammation in the body. So what is inflammation exactly? Inflammation is an immune response that occurs in the body to protect itself against a pathogen, an infection, an illness, or an injury. So yes, literally all of that puffy cushion, spare tire, 
puffiness in the face, the waist, the hips, wherever, the belly. It's trying to protect you. That's why we feel puffy. And that's why we don't like the way our jeans fit. Not because our bodies are betraying us or our bodies are out of control, because that's not the truth. Our bodies are wise and they know something has entered into our body and our cells are creating like a third spacing layer around them to protect them. They're like, don't come in here. So they create this like raincoat of inflammation of like fluid, right? We all know when we get dehydrated, we're like, we wake up and we're like, Ooh, I look a little bit skinnier, but that's not actually serving us. It's because we're not fat. We're inflamed, right? And even our adipose tissue stores toxins. So it can keep it sequestered away from the vital organs and away from intracellular processes. So if we're not fat, we're inflamed. Our body's protecting itself. What I need you to know about this, every single time you take a bite of food, you either fight or you feed inflammation and it's your choice. But when we don't realize the foods we're putting in our body that feed inflammation, we have no idea what we're doing to our own body, right? So think about it. No one can make you put anything on your fork and make you put it in your mouth, right? Yes, there's emotional and stress eating and and not being aware of our nutrition. There's all of those things at play. But now you know this, that every time I take a bite of food, I'm going to either fight this inflammation, which is making me feel puffy and inflamed and creating disease in my body and symptoms, or I can fight it, Right? Every time you take a bite of food, you either promote or prohibit infection. So remember, the body's protecting itself. That's inflammation. That's why you feel puffy. That's why you have inflammation. That's why you have symptoms. That's why you have disease. Type 2 diabetes, autoimmune, they're all leading back to inflammation. So every time you take a bite of this food, you're going to promote or prohibit infections. Because infections, viruses, bacteria, parasites, they have their favorite foods too. Think about giving your kids... Mountain Dew and Halloween candy before bed. They're not going to go to sleep. They're going to have a party. And so do pathogens in our body when we eat inflammatory foods that don't serve us. Let me share with you three of my favorite foods that fight inflammation. And I'll give you three of probably your favorite foods or pastime favorite foods that feed inflammation. So my top three that fight it would be number one is fruit. And fruit gets a bad rap. And we'll talk more about this on the show. Number two are potatoes. Potatoes get a bad rap and they shouldn't. They have L-lysine in the peels. They're antiviral. They're incredible. Now, when we load them up with butter and cheese and sour cream and bacon bits, okay, that's where we get into trouble. And number three are leafy greens. So when mom says, eat your salad, eat your veggies, she knew what she was saying. Okay. And then three foods that are going to feed inflammation. Drum roll, please. I bet we can guess these on our own. We don't need my help too much, but processed foods, cane sugar, corn syrup. When food is taken out of its natural form and processed, the body doesn't recognize it. And then two other foods that might surprise you. One is gluten, wheat products, because of glyphosate, the body doesn't recognize it and the body gets ticked and it creates inflammation. It's like, get out of here, gluten. And then the second one is dairy because our body doesn't recognize what is in another mammal's milk as our own. So it creates a response against it. So now that you know, secret number one, that you are not fat. You are inflamed and something for those who also feel like I can't gain weight. It's the same mechanism of action in your body as those who can't lose weight. So you can just reverse this, this notion for yourself. So hold this body that you hate sometimes and just say, thank you. And I understand you now, maybe hold those places in your body, those soft places, those places that stick out from your clothes, whether it be your inner arms, your hips, your thighs, your ankles, your face, wherever you're like, oh, you see that picture and you're like, I hate that part of me. Just hold it. Bring your hand there for a second. 
whether you're walking, driving, cooking, or send a breath there, a deep breath. Okay, body, and now that I understand you, now together we can heal. And that's secret number one. You're not fat, you're inflamed. So there's two more secrets that you need to know if you're struggling with your health. There's two more things that are going to completely change the way you see your body and change the way you're able to heal. Secret number two, your body is never, ever, ever attacking itself, ever. The body will never betray itself. It will never see its own tissues as foreign and get confused and one day just wake up and be angry at itself. So is autoimmune disease really in your genes? Does having such a condition really mean your body is attacking itself? Absolutely not. Are your joints hurting because your body is going after its own tissues? Does fibromyalgia mean your body just doesn't like its own fibrous tissue? Or is there an attempt at healing taking place within the body? The immune system going after infections that might live in these tissues or in these places. Hmm? Yeah, definitely. So how many of us have been led to believe that one day our bodies just magically woke up, decided I'm going to attack myself. And then how many of us have beat ourselves up thinking our genes are faulty and we're just less than a specimen of the human race. We're just not as good as other people's bodies. Something just went wrong in God's assembly line when it came to our DNA. And we in turn just must come to accept our life with chronic illness. This is just you know what? This is just what I have in my body. Hear me out. This is absolutely untrue. Your body is not attacking itself and your genes are not under control. And you don't have to live with the symptoms that plague you and you don't like. Why do I see such great success with my clients in clinical practice? Because on day one, session one, this is these three things are what I bring to their own workup. I'll look through all the labs we've drawn. I'll look through all their past tests. They have intake forms on intake forms to fill out for me, their health history from birth to present. And I say, wait a minute, actually, no, 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 no. Your body's not attacking itself. This autoimmune disease, this chronic illness got here because look at this, look what happened here. Look what happened here. Oh my gosh. Even back to your birth, we can trace it back and see all of these infarcts to the body and we can become advocates for the body, detectives for symptoms that is just a messenger from the body. And then we dismantle the paradigms and the dogmas that are literally allowing disease to exist in the body in the first place. The body attacking itself, this autoimmune disease theory, it's a theory that it's never been proven by science. And you'll probably hear me say that a lot because I want to nail it and drill it home because this robs us of any empowerment we could have to heal our bodies. And leaves us with limiting beliefs that prevent our recovery from illness. It's so true. I can still vividly remember the day that I left my doctor's office after my autoimmune diagnosis, wondering if what he said was really true, that my body had betrayed me. And then there was another part of me that was like, well, what if I'm hating my body for a crime it actually never committed? And the truth is that my body was fighting for me all along. And I was so sick in my 20s. I couldn't get out of bed, couldn't bend my elbows and knees, couldn't smile because my face would crack. My thyroid was a mess, my liver, my skin, my hormones, my reproductive system. And it wasn't because my body was confused and just needed to be caged like an animal with medication that would tame it. It had something to say. So if the body isn't attacking itself, then why do we develop autoimmune or self-immune self-attack disease in the first place? Well, the medical industry is pointing the finger at the wrong culprit and their patients are paying the really big consequences. It is horrifying and incredibly sad to see thyroids cut out, immune systems suppressed with pharmaceuticals when there is another way. And so what we can do is we can wake up and understand what is really going on. We can share this message. We can share this podcast. We can change our bodies, pull ourselves out of that system 
and make a change just with ourselves. And I get it, friends. I do. Like I was in the medical system. This is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars I spent of my education of like learning this stuff. And we are taught in school that there's only one way and it's functional medicine, holistic healing. This is kind of joked about. You get points taken off your assignments. <laughs> if you're like, give them some vitamin D for immune support. They're like, no, you can't, you can't write that. That's actually not going to work. You need something, you need something better. Instead, we need, you know, a tumor necrosis factor or an interleukin, something to just manage this immune system, get this thing under control. It's bizarre. The body creates antibodies and inflammation because of a foreign pathogen or toxicity chemical can be products. I mean, the things in our air and our water, it can be a living pathogen. There's something foreign in the body. So the body swells and puffs to create a protective layer around the cell that then will prevent nasty viruses, bacteria, heavy metals, harmful organisms that are inorganic to get into the body. The body creates these antibodies and this process also causes inflammation to then seek, kill, and eradicate these said pathogens and toxic substances. So macrophages, I think of them like Pac-Man. They just go around in the body and they're just like looking to consume what shouldn't be there to destroy it and get it out. And we don't want to stop this process. We want to promote this process. So the number one reason you have autoimmune disease is an underlying chronic viral illness, a coexisting bacterial infection, along with a heavy metal toxicity, sprinkling a little trauma. These things almost never coexist separately because of how they originated in the first place. It's a matter of frequency in the host. And I feel like the heavens are just roaring for us right now. As I record this show, it's the thunder and the lightning and the rain is so loud. You might be able to hear it. It's incredible. I feel really supported in this message. So these infections, I think viruses, bacteria, toxicity, these are just kind of buzzwords I'm using to describe so many things, root causes that can be going on in your body. These infections paired with poor diet, stress, lack of quality sleep, hygiene. At my worst, I was a night shift nurse and rocking it in my career, but my body was not doing so hot. And then we have environmental toxins. All of this creates a recipe for inflammatory disaster because inflammation is the root of all chronic and autoimmune conditions. Sure, we have some congenital conditions that exist at birth, and these aren't necessarily inflammatory. Now, these are genetic, okay? And we're going to talk about spoiler genes here in a second. And when I'm when I'm talking about chronic conditions, metabolic disease, diabetes, heart disease, mystery illness, chronic fatigue, autoimmune, these we can put together. If a baby is born with a gene mutation, something that is specifically cannot be reversed, it happens at birth. This is not what I'm talking about. Okay. So back to inflammatory conditions. When you're super inflamed, your frequency is altered and then disease can reside in the body. But these these viruses, these bacteria, these toxicities, these traumas, this is what starts to kind of kick you in the shins, knock you down. So your frequency becomes a place that disease can exist. If you think of like a really rundown neighborhood with like loitering or, you know, soliciting or crime, it's because there's that energy is a host for that, those kinds of circumstances. And that happens in our body. Now there's enough stuff that goes wrong that then the body's a match for disease. And no, I am not ever under the notion that we attract or bring disease about to ourselves because we might not have been able to control how we got sick or how the energetic state shifted. For example, childhood trauma that kept cortisol high from a young age There are hormone panels I run on men and women and their cortisol is desperately low. And they're like, how is my cortisol so low? And I'm like, because it was so high for so long, right? So things we can't control, trauma in childhood, cortisol, 
if it was high, 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 and then it, it bottoms out being fed crappy school lunches since age five, let alone being taught the principles of the horrid, horrid food pyramid. Even if it's changed a little bit since maybe someone my age was a kid, it's still terrible, which had us basing our meals off of bread, milk, and cheese, heaven forbid. All of these foods are precursors to inflammation because then along comes a viral illness and a mononucleosis and Epstein-Barr that invades the system that's never fully eradicated because of trauma, stress, cortisol, school lunches. And you can get this kind of food, not in school, but I'm going to harp on school lunches for a little bit. And this virus literally loves the food in these meals. And it grows stronger because of the gluten, the dairy, the MSG, the vegetable oil laid in lunch. And fast forward a few years more, more stress, more pathogen feeding foods, maybe even a decade later, wham, bam, sensitive energy fields, highly sensitive person, you now have autoimmune disease. And then we're told, oh, it was your genetics. There's nothing we can do. Your best bet is to suppress this immune system. Don't ever listen to that. Now, I will say, if you're not willing to listen to these three secrets, make the changes, you're going to have to live different than the world so you don't feel like the rest of the world. Yeah. So if you're like, I don't want to do anything to do with any of this and I don't want to change my diet and I don't want to work on you know, my nervous system and I don't want to do energy healing and I don't want to heal the trauma in my body and I don't want to change the way I see my body and utilize somatic practices. Okay. Then I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably, this isn't probably the path for you and that's okay too. Choosing to heal your body doesn't make you a good or a bad person, but you need to know that there's other answers. So You may not have been in control of the fact that you develop disease within your body, but you can now control how you will heal. So believing your body is attacking itself is like saying, I shouldn't breathe air because I have allergies. We could do a whole show on allergies. (laughs) Send me an email if you have questions. It just doesn't make sense. And that the, you know, if you breathe the air that you shouldn't breathe it because you have allergies. Because the body or the fresh air is not the problem. There is a deeper problem that is often masked by medications and the troop is swept under the rug for multiple reasons. So just like saying, I shouldn't breathe air because I have allergies, the air is the problem. The body's not the problem, right? And the body's never attacking itself. And just for those who are curious, allergies typically for the most part have to do with infections in the mucosal membranes, think warm, wet, like strep bacteria. And then you get like a pollen, a ragweed, an animal dander, you breathe it in and then it creates this inflammatory response. And then the foods you're eating. Oh my gosh. When people are like, my allergies are killing me. And I'm like, what what have you eaten in the last three days? They're like, well, sugar, gluten, a lot of milk, you know, I went out and I had this, this, and this, I haven't slept. There's the thunder. (laughs) Yeah. No wonder you feel like junk. You have infections in your membranes and the allergies is just the inflammatory response to get them out. And then meanwhile, we're taking over-the-counter drugs to try to suppress the immune system doing its job. What will save you a lot of time and money? Stop being those infections with the foods, right? And then sometimes to get through the day, you do need a little over-the-counter support and that's okay, but just keep looking at the root cause and never believe that the body is attacking itself because when you give that belief power over you, it becomes your truth. And then we start blowing our bank account on doctor's visits, supplements, looking for someone or something outside ourselves to be our savior and then gaining the need to completely realign our thoughts, our emotions, our diet, our lifestyle, Because all these things will strip us of our power and steal us away from our life's purpose by leaving disease to wreak havoc throughout your body. Healing requires your physical body, your emotional heart, your mental mind, and your spiritual soul. Yeah. All right. That was secret number two. Your body never attacks itself. Secret number one was you're not fat, you're inflamed. And last, and maybe... The best news you've heard all day. Secret number three, 
Your DNA is not your destiny. The following are all statements I've been told by medical experts in the field throughout my life. Your grandmother has breast cancer, and because you have the BRCA1 gene and a weakened immune system, you will too. Your dad has thyroid disease, so it's no surprise, almost inherent, that you do too. Your depression, well, that's genetic or unknown. It's a chemical imbalance and can only ever be managed by medication. Oh, and that psoriasis all over your body, it's because your body is confused and attacking itself. We're going to have to give you a steroid with long-term side effects. These are all statements I've been told by medical experts in the field throughout my life. So then I just became a medical expert myself, so I didn't have to listen to this junk about my body anymore, and I could be my own practitioner. But that's besides the point. If our genetic code really does determine our health, then why am I here today having reversed all of my chronic autoimmune conditions, all of which possessed a genetic link, according to medical doctors? I'm going to give you one word that is hardly ever taught in medicine and will potentially save your life. And that word is epigenetics. The word epigenetics translates to control beyond genes. The field of epigenetics has scientifically proven that genes are not fixed entities and that environmental elements such as nutrition, our stress levels, our emotions, these things have the capacity to alter genes without changing their essential structures. I really wish in the podcast, you guys could see me with my hands, like waving them around. I sit on a ball as I'm recording. I'm like bouncing up and down. It's storming. There's like so much energy coming through because I want you to know you have control beyond your genes. Research has also shown that as little as 5% of cases of cancer and cardiovascular disease can be directly related to inherited genes. As little as 5% can be related to our genes. So then why is everyone told, ah, well, sorry, Susie, it's just genetic. And again, our doctors or our medical professionals, our nurse practitioners that utilize this framework, they're not bad people and they actually really care about you. And they, re- and they went into medicine to help you because they're like, there's got to be a way. But we get really deep inundated with this dogma and paradigm. It's thick. And I oftentimes think, had I not have gone through, I, I went through my chronic illness healing before I was a nurse practitioner. And I had started my business and my blog and coaching people and seeing results. So by the time I went through practitioner school and learned to prescribe and learned a little bit in depth, more medicine instead of, you know, critical thinking and, and looking into orders that someone else had given me, I knew there was a different way, but it's the information, the education, the system is strong. When I was going through school, I'm like, am I doing something wrong with my people? Maybe I was just lucky. Maybe I just had a body that was like the 1% that would heal. And I can tell you years later of doing this, it's not true. As little as 5% of cases of cancer and cardiovascular disease can be directly related to inherited genetics. It's not your genes. It's your epigenetics. Lifestyle and dietary interventions have been proven to reverse genetic activity and inhibit the growth of disease. That's to say you're literally in charge of how your genes express themselves. Epigenetics just means the way that your genes choose to express, right? You might have a closet full of clothes that are not cute, but that doesn't mean you put them on, right? So your DNA might have some codes and sequences that suck and you don't want, but that doesn't mean they're going to express themselves, okay? So your health is not due to your genetics. It's rather your epigenetics and even more so your energy field, which welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to talk a ton about, but I want to lay the framework and the groundwork in these early episodes. Okay. So this 5% of all disease is genetically linked, but only when the organism, that's us, we're the organism is operating outside of the laws of nature how we're designed to live opposite from society. Society, like we're so confused. When Jesus said, 
okay, live in the world, but don't be like the world. I often tease clients. I'm like, he was talking about eating gluten. That just wasn't, didn't make it into the text. No, he's talking about like, if you want to be well, you can't live like society. It's blind and it's confused. You can go out to eat. You can travel. You can have friends. You can be a normal human being. Come on. But we can't hold the thoughts and the habits that everyone else does, or we're going to be sick. So let's get back to the basics, the human cell. The human cell is one large receptor organism, okay? And in order to carry out cellular processes, it must receive a signal. The cell is just there doing what it's told. That signal can come from several different input sources. Genes, food, toxins. So like, okay, toxins, like what are toxins? All right, Jen, what is, you used that word like 27 times. What is it? There's toxins in your dryer sheets. There's toxins in your tap water. There's toxins when you're pumping gas. Then no, you cannot live in a bubble. We live in a fallen, broken world. So our body just has to be really efficient at eliminating toxins. And then we have to be really wise about how much we're getting exposure to. So like not drinking tap water and not using Bath and Body Works pretty much what I'm saying. The environment, there's chemtrails, planes flying overhead, dropping a bunch of garbage all in the air and on our skin and in our lungs. But the body is a self-healing mechanism. Do not fear, right? So our cells, they're responding to signals. They have these different input sources, genetics, foods, toxins, environment, and most importantly, our thoughts. Our thoughts. If you're wondering, you're like, oh my gosh, this information is so good. Where can I like gobble up and read more? PubMed might have a little bit, but I recommend researcher and PhD Bruce Lipton, his book, The Biology of Belief. I'm going to say he's going to come on this podcast one day, check his workout. It's incredible. And he will show you, he will get into the research with you, but I want to just do like really basic stuff and get you this simple information. You can dive in more if you want. Traditional Western medicine. Hello, that's my degree, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. Addresses physical conditions by offering pharmaceutical fixes, but drugs, they just mute the very important signal sent by receptors and effector cells, which keep people unhealthy. So you have a cell that's receiving messages right? And then you have cells that, so like cells that produce hormones, they're sending signals. Cells that carry out processes to like build muscle, they're receiving messages and drugs usually just put a halt in between the two, right? So if you think of the immune system, some cells are like charge. And then some cells are like, I'm going to gobble up that enemy or, or that enemy pathogen. I am the army. And then drugs, just mechanism of action will cut one of those processes off at the bud so they don't happen. Does that make sense? Okay. Receptor proteins can read energetic signals while effector proteins, which work in concert with receptor proteins, remember cells talk, that's how they carry out processes. These Effector proteins have the ability to spark physiological responses. The stimulus response mechanism of the effector, the talking cell, and the receptor, the receiving cell, helps the body sense external stimuli and then respond, triggering specific biological responses. So think of like a fever, hormone production, cancer-fighting cells, Perhaps you're experiencing a cascade of thoughts that aren't so positive as you hear this. So literally remember cells talk, other cells receive that talk and carry out actions. These actions can create things like fevers, hormone production, cancer fighting signals. A lot of times in pharmaceuticals, we stop these signals and then our thoughts also create a signal as well. Literally, our thoughts will land on receptor proteins in our cells. Yeah. So pay attention to what's going on in your head right now. That can never be me. I can never heal. Does this lady even know what's ever happened to me? I get it. I truly do. 
I truly understand the biochemical fact that occurs when we allow ourselves to ruminate on a negative thought, embodying this frequency as our own. So negative thoughts elicit a hormone cascade in the body, releasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone into the bloodstream. How does this happen? So it's like a thought generates in the mind, which creates a negative frequency that lands on the receptor protein. According to quantum physics, all matter is composed of energy waves and our thoughts sent out to our cells as vibrational energy have tremendous impact on our overall health. It's normal and even healthy to feel non-positive emotions. What we choose to make our mental chatter soundtrack will determine the matter in which our cellular processes carry out in the human body. And that is such good news. Let me break this down even really simple. You think a thought, it creates a signal, it lands on the cell. The cell is carrying out an instruction. The cells are just doing what your thoughts are telling them to do. Now, it is okay to get down and and please feel feelings. This is not toxic positivity. But if you notice that you're always feeling some type of way and like, kind of down and like your body can't heal and losing hope. That's an energy and emotion, something stuck in your nervous system. That's playing over and over and over like a feedback loop. How do you complete the emotional feedback loop is you feel it. You practice feeling in your body and you clear it, right? We'll get to, to more on that, but just know if you're like, oh my gosh, this is resonating. My thoughts are literally making me sick. They're my limiting factor to my healing, people can help you. Energy healing, functional medicine. There's lots of support. Even more good news is that we have the ability to heal and reprogram the subconscious mind that controls a whopping 95% of our human behavior. What you consciously do is literally 5% of your day. (laughs) Wow. Your subconscious mind has a direct effect on your cellular functions. Beliefs you had instilled into your subconscious mind before the age of seven are your inherent programming until you awaken to the reality that you are a sovereign being in control of your behavior. Listening to this podcast is helping change your programming, but this I'm reaching your subconscious or your, your, sorry, your conscious mind right now. I want to get to your subconscious. We can do that through energy healing, meditation, those kinds of things, right? So how can you heal the way your mind thinks and causes your cells to behave? through the healing of the subconscious mind, right? So find an expert somatic or energy healing practitioner on the matter, right? And on my website, there's more information, inspirehealthbygen.com. What else can you do to begin to take charge of your genetic destiny? Well, we talked about cortisol earlier. So lowering your stress levels can help you to begin to guard against cellular deterioration. Healthy organisms rely on a balance of growth and protection to survive. So growth happens daily. Billions of cells in the human body need to be replaced every day. Protection is the biological response to environmental dangers. However, being in this protection mode too long will interfere with cellular growth and rehab. Just like you're not in the mood to reproduce when you're stressed and anxious, neither are your cells. Imagine that (laughs) this is also a great example of autoimmune disease. When there's an unstable foundation often found, if you think of our root chakra, the energy center at the base of our spine, when it's interfered with, when it's closed, when it has less frequency due to trauma, unstable home life foundation, the immune system falters because the immune system is governed by this energy center as the body's energy is not going towards reproductions of cells any longer. And so this energy center is faulty, the immune system's faulty, cells aren't aren't healing and reproducing themselves, and there's trauma living in the body, and then we have illness. So sure, maybe you can't leave your stress-inducing dead-end job tomorrow, but you can begin to utilize your own time for stress reduction. So here's a few of my favorite cellular regeneration methods. Life-changing nutrition. Who thought that I would say that? You know, your thoughts, your energy, the most important signal you choose to send yourselves is the food you eat, your thoughts, your energy, your food, and the nutrition that I walk clients through to heal in the symptomless program 
does just that. It's frequency. It changes a daily yoga practice, whether it's like five minutes getting on the ground on your hands and knees of a cat cow, some little back bends, just moving your body, feeling into flow. It's going to leave you feeling way better, way less stressed than before meditation five to 50 minutes. It doesn't matter how much time, but it's going to help you sink into that subconscious somatic state. And that's going to allow your body to rejuvenate. I love journaling. I'm a big journaler. I haven't always been. It started really when I got back to my healing, but it's been really therapeutic. And you'll be surprised if you just let the pen get to paper and start to flow what the subconscious mind is going to let out for you to see. Walks in nature. There's literally nothing more healing than nature. Nature gazing. If you don't have the energy or the wellness yet to walk weekly to monthly energy healing. After years of receiving my own energy healing, I continue to have sessions each month with my practitioner because I'm forever healing and evolving and I want to be the best human I can be. So create a regimen of self-care that guards against chronic stress by getting the body and the mind accustomed to being in a state of relaxation. We're addicted to stress. Our cells, they don't know if they don't know what's good or bad, right? So they don't, they just crave homeostasis. So if you're always stressed, your subconscious and your body will find ways to keep you stressed. It'll freak out about the dishwasher needing to be unloaded or your dog barking in the middle of the night, or it will just feel there's more to be done, more to be done, more to be done. I can't be present. I can't clear my mind. I can't go for a walk. I can't meditate. I have so much to do. I got to fold this laundry. It just keeps you going and going and going, right? So find one little practice, 15 minutes a day to just nip that cycle in the bud for a second, because then those you'll, for 15 minutes, you'll be in a cellular rejuvenation state and that will change this feedback loop in your body. The study of how food and energy and our thoughts changes our epigenetic expression has literally saved my life guys. And the lives of hundreds of my clients to date that have told me, Jen, I had no idea. It's like almost scary that what if I didn't go down this path, right? What if I, I didn't listen to this crazy notion that maybe just maybe my body could heal. Maybe you're thinking that, is this true? Is this a hoax? (laughs) There are people who are healing, right? Hmm. So it comes back to your beliefs and miracles can happen. Arriving at this miraculous place in my life, it didn't come without healing my fears and dispelling my doubts. And you're going to have your doubts too. So what's my advice before you go? We might not be able to control the past. The food we were fed as children, hello school lunches. I'll never shut up about it. I promise (laughs) the medications we were given. If you can even think about like let alone some of the medications that were unnecessary. We've all been probably given antibiotics for a viral infection and stuff we didn't need steroids, but like even what's in the medications is bad enough, let alone how it interrupts the cellular signals, the limiting beliefs that were instilled in us. Our parents were all doing the best they could, but think about it. We've evolved as a human species. What we thought was okay. 50, hundred years ago, we know is not okay. And so each generation is evolving and having new thoughts and having new awarenesses. And it's our job to continually seek that better understanding. So we can make the small shifts that lead to big changes today. And if you're struggling with a serious health condition, a nagging symptom, there are three last things after our three secrets, right? So you're not fat, you're inflamed, your body never attacks itself and your DNA is not your destiny. But there are three things, three tactical tools I want to leave you with that you can do to help ask questions. Am I believing what I've always been told? Am I afraid to question authority? Cough, cough, your doctors. Could there be another way I've not explored yet? Is fear my limiting factor? You might just know more about your body and what's best for you than your doctor with decades of medical experience. Don't doubt that. Listen to yourself, trust yourself, 
this is your journey. And your practitioners are like little library books on your shelf. And you check us out and you read the book and you're like, oh, that that resonated. My body lit up when I read that, even if I was afraid. Oh no, that didn't resonate. Okay. I got to put that back, that book back. Your journey is going to not look identical to anyone else's journey. So no one can tell you exactly what you need besides your inner voice. So number one, ask questions. Number two, consider a new reality. Food could really be my miracle. Energy healing can really begin to help me change the signal I send to my cells. Learning more about epigenetics, reading the biology of belief can really help me too. And number three, believe in miracles. And asking for miracles, we're not asking for something outside us to change. We're rather for something inside us to change. Marianne Williamson in her book, A Return to Love, she says that. So in miracles, we're not asking for something outside us to change, but rather for something inside of us. And that's what healing takes. Remember, it needs our physical body, our emotional heart, our mental mind, our spiritual soul. That miracle is going to occur taking place in a signal from the brain to the cell on the inside of the body. And that miracle is going to happen on the inside of you before the outside of you can change. This is the biology of belief. Thoughts carry energy. That is the energy that cells read to determine how to behave and be well or not be well. Our DNA is not our destiny, okay? So for an example, all thyroid, all autoimmune conditions, how do they happen? It begins in the energy field. And let me give you this fourth circumstance feedback loop to consider. So we have a sensitive and an open energy field, which is a gift. We'll talk lots about this on the show. A pathogen enters that energy field. If it's your thyroid, this is all happening around the thyroid. Infection is activated by simultaneous trauma, nutrient deficiencies, this perfect storm, other toxicities. And then if it's the thyroid or another area, the gland or the body part or the system begins to dysfunction. And this cycle repeats itself and repeats itself. It's always starting in the energy field. So for thyroid disease to happen, that energy field, we talked about the root energy center. Well, the the throat energy center is the ability to express and speak. And I've never met someone with thyroid disease who has not once had something that they went through that they weren't able to talk about. And it was really, really hard for them to carry that energy in their body. If you want to know the secret to healing autoimmune disease and chronic illness within the body, I'll give you one simple approach. Change your energetic state. Physically, you need nutritional therapy. What you're eating is not working for you or you wouldn't feel this way. Emotionally, healing old wounds, trauma, debriding all this from the body and the nervous system. So these feedback loops that create those thoughts that send these signals to these cells and create them or have them behave in a not well state, we can turn all that off. This is the beginning to healing and the end to autoimmune chronic illness. Nothing more, nothing less. Disease happens as a result of darkness and it robs us of our quality of life. Remember, disease takes us away from our purpose, but disease can also lead us to our purpose in that it's our teacher. And in my case, my autoimmune disease is the best thing that's ever happened to me. You can go back and listen to that episode because it's created a better life than I ever thought I would have because of what it took me to heal has brought me to such an elevated state. So my friend, I am made with the same cells by the very same creator as you. I've had my miracle where my inner change to influence my outer reality. And I know you can have yours too. We all have the birthright to live abundant, healthy, joyful lives, full of vitality and power. Rewind that and hear it again. I've had my inner miracle. It's time for yours. Being well is your birth, right? And if this doesn't sit well with you, there might be a block here, a limiting belief, something to work through on the subconscious side, the somatic side, the body side, because you are stronger with a greater ability to heal within you than you realize. And we can activate this power by your daily thoughts and habits. And then once you begin to activate this potential inside of you, you feel different. And that's how true healing begins to occur. Healing begins within. Before anything ever looks or feels different or blood work changes, 
Healing begins with belief in the mind and understanding of why you even developed an illness in the first place. Another really, really great resource, I'll link in the show notes, is the documentary Heal. Have to watch it. It'll change your life. So in conclusion, what have I hoped to get across to you in the last several minutes of your time spent listening to this podcast? Our thoughts, not our genes, create the reality in which our cells express themselves. And our mind can be our body's greatest healer, or the mind can be the body's most deadly kryptonite. If there's one thing you take away, I want you to remember this. Your body can heal. He or she is your friend and is not attacking itself. I promise. And if you feel lost in how to begin your healing journey, subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, let others know how much you're learning and head over to my blog linked in the show notes, middaypigeon.com. Subscribe to get free healing help delivered to your inbox. We'll get you started on the road to true healing and get your life back. Just remember your body can heal and your mind can be your body's best friend. Hey, real quick before you go, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. If you could do one thing for me and leave a review on either Apple or both Apple and Spotify podcasts, leave five stars, tell others about how this message is reaching you and serving you. Be sure to check out the show note links, middaybitchin.com for my blog and inspirehealthbyjen.com on my websites where you can subscribe and receive free content, newsletters, bonuses, and podcast drop dates right into your inbox.